Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried. Epilogue. The Mind of a Mad Woman. This is no friendly meeting, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we are now your master. And you will address us as such. <laughs> welcome. That was oh, like yeah. the best intro by far. I know. Congratulations. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back, folks. This is Stay Buried, uh, the last chapter of the book and the very last episode of the show as a result. I wrote this book when I was 11. I was a creative little uh, little bugger. And uh, and I thought it was really good at the time, and I was right. It's great. Uh, no, but the the book bought, brought me a, a lot of uh, a lot of shame, a lot of uh, anxiety after it was uh, rejected by the world. So so once again, the fact that it's it's brought joy to a lot of you guys over the course of the past seven months. Uh, it's really special to me, you know, something that was really painful and traumatizing for me. Uh, the fact that it's coming around and, and, uh, it's been fun and it's been just a, a, a joy in my life aside from all of the editing <laughs> that I had to do. Um, I guess if there was like a theme to this podcast, maybe it's just like stick with it. You know, if you like doing something, you might not be good at it. You yeah. might laugh at it five years from now, but gosh darn it at least try i was actually planning on saying something like that of just like if you're out there and you make stuff it, like you, you like making things or you are thinking about making something like it, it's okay if it sucks like it, it doesn't matter like you have to you have to pump out stuff that maybe in 20 years you're not gonna think is great to get anywhere good like yeah not everybody can just be joe and master mind powers in like five yeah, minutes yeah. you know for a lot you're of people it takes a lot of the, time and training you're not going to have the the equivalent of being able to kill the dark lord uh, <laughs> right out of the gate uh so just if, if you make stuff or if you want to make stuff do it um because sure. uh because i i got scared of it i got scared that oh, what people thought and uh that scared me off writing for a while, and uh, I don't want anyone to to go through that, uh, especially considering just one how important it was for me as a writer to stick through and finish something like this, and uh, to to work on structure, work on character, work on uh, lore dumps, and uh, all that. And uh, it was important, and uh, so so it's just make stuff, just make stuff. It doesn't have to be good. Create as much stupidity as possible because one day it's going to be great podcast fodder. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Newton Holt, uh, and, and I'm joined for the very last time uh, by my friends. Uh, uh, go ahead. For the very last time, <laughs> this is it, huh? it's too bad we have the podcast. Is is we're going to do a suicide afterwards. Oh, it is a solemn, solemn vibe. Yeah, this is Nick. It's not helped by the dim lighting and just the general <laughs> yeah. atmosphere. Uh, it's Kevin. Uh, my name's Eli, and to paraphrase a great man, don't smile because it's over. Cry because it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name's Zach. One last time, coming at you with a rhyme. That ending was a crime, but the book as a whole was sublime. Yeah. 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 Peace. I think you're just using this to launch your freestyle rap <laughs> career. As well. Check me out on Instagram, guys, at Z Style Rapping. <laughs> Someone swipe that Instagram. And I'm Mackenzie, and. I'm sure Newt and I will have a lot to talk through after after this ride we've been on. <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> Therapy. Do you think he got better at lore dumps as it went on? 
As the the book went on, no, not okay, at all. Okay. But but the next book I wrote was better at it. So nice. I needed to write bad ones. Like they just didn't exist, or no, they're, they're there. <laughs> Wait, are we going to sequel tease the next iteration of Stay Buried? We, we may. I, uh, Is it going to be similar in this vein where we sequel tease and then it actually never happens? <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, I can't. I can't tell you how excited you should be for Stay Buried Season 2. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I have a great quip coming up for the next one. Don't you worry. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, let's let's dive in because I think the, the chapter's got a lot of really great stuff and then we'll, uh, we'll have a lot to talk about afterwards to kind of wrap everything up. Yeah, only like two, two and a half pages. Yep. So, this is Oh, good. The epilogue of oh, rupture, gosh. the mind of a mad woman. <laughs> Who called it? Who called it? <laughs> Elijah. That's Elijah. This. He read ahead. <laughs> Not read ahead. <laughs> Roan squirmed in her cell. She tried to rip her straitjacket with her mind, but was tragically reminded of her lack of ability. She screamed, gnashed her teeth together. Let me out! I've been here for too long! I'm good now! A security guard walked into the slight line of a view the cell provided. Dressed in brown, the guard spun a key ring around his index finger. You've only been here for a day, Roan laughed. In my world, it has been years, she said. In my world, it's been years, <laughs> she said. Uh. <laughs> the sentence gets thrown around a lot in this book. Yes, and it, it does. doesn't really mean anything. Nope. <laughs> the guard joined her. Uh, sorry, Roan laughed. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the guard joined her in the laugh, but she stopped abruptly. You have a sick mind, Miss Roan. Roan banged her head against the bars in the cell until blood trickled from her scalp. I'm good. I'm good. Smack, 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 smack. Let me out or I'll send Genghis to rip you apart. Genghis is in the other wing of this hospital, Roan. This is exactly what we had talked about. I this is to keep my mouth shut while you guys are saying, what if it's a kooky chapter with Roan and Genghis in the mental asylum? And the fact that they go by their like just, just names, and, like Genghis. they don't have last names, they're just Ronan Genghis. Did they have identification on them? Like, uh, does Genghis have a wallet with his name on it? Yeah. I don't even know. It's where he keeps his blood-filled condoms. What did you just say? It's where he keeps his blood-filled condoms, make his squib. Yeah, that's oh what you do gosh. for a makeshift squib. <laughs> Not not something is wrong with him otherwise. <laughs> At this point it might be. That'd though, be like right? two or three things wrong yeah. with him. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes were ending the show on. <laughs> Let me out or I'll send Genghis to rip you apart. Genghis is in the other wing of this hospital, Roan. Roan gnashed her teeth some more. She squirmed, trying to get out her out of a straitjacket. She glared at the security guard and screamed, You shall release me! Or what? You'll send me to Gale? Roan was shocked. How do you know about my world? The guard laughed. There's this brand new book. The guard said skittishly, from a brand new author. It's called Rupture. <laughs> Bill Tell is the best, best author I have ever read from. Oh, Captain wow. Newt patting himself on the back. Listeners, <laughs> uh, Zach just pantomimed shooting himself in the head. Ron has been here for a day, and in that day, Bill Tell has finally published and released his book to worldwide acclaim, and people have had time to read the entirety you know, of it. She might have, you know, she got arrested, she got processed, you know, she <laughs> pled insanity. You know, it's a whole. You don't just go straight. To a mental asylum. So, does this point. guard think that Roan is the Roan from the book, or does he think that this is a crazy person? It's that... a crazy fangirl. Fangirl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna tell me? You landed on your baby too? Yeah. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> Newt Holt is the best author. <clears throat> backspace, backspace. <laughs> Bill Tell is the best author I've ever read. From. That meme of Obama putting a medal yeah. on himself. <laughs> uh, what, what was the person who did the uh, memes? What was her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, get on it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just get a framed picture of you in, in quotes. Newt Holt is the best author I have ever read from. Newt Holt. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan clenched her teeth so hard one of her teeth shattered. Yeah. Jeez. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's happened at least a couple yeah, times. Yeah. Like, clenched it so hard your blood trickling. <laughs> Bad just, dental hygiene. Yeah. They don't really mention uh, how much calcium intake they have in They've Gale, never so. described brushing their teeth once. I don't <laughs> think they do it. Yeah. <laughs> Bill. Tell. Yeah. <laughs> Roan cocked Sorry. back her there's a, head. There's a comma like you were going to add something <laughs> after that, but changed yeah. your mind. There's this brand new book, the guard said skittishly, from a brand new author. It's called Rupture. Bill Tell is the best author I have ever read from. Roan clenched her teeth so hard one of her teeth shattered. Bill Tell? Yeah. Roan cocked back her head and screamed to the heavens our promise. Bill, tell, one of these days I will have my revenge on you. One of these days your bones will be scattered in the winds. One of these days you will be dead. Your bones will be scattered in the wind. <laughs> throwing them into a high gust. <laughs> not like dusty. I'm not no, gonna... Just chucking some bones into a lake. You know, one thing about this whole ending about like the, the Zeus reveal is that they all kind of, you know, if they all share kind of the same memories, like, you know, Bill very well could have just written Rupture and just been prophetic and not actually have like controlled the story whatsoever. Right. Uh, Potentially. That makes more That's sense. That's what I went for. That's what I was going for. I think uh, this does, once again, deny your theory that, like, Rowan was after Zeus power. She just hates Bill Tell. Because she hates Bill Tell. Yeah, it's bizarre for, that that's the one person she singles out here. Right. Yeah. He actually had nothing to do with her fate. It was Genghis, yeah, right? It was like eight chapters Engage. where he liked Roan. Genghis Gage, yeah. like literally like such a long time ago. I know. Oh, yeah. But his bones will be scattered in the wind. <laughs> Sam stood high on a hill, marveling the bloodshed. Just a few moments ago, the attackers, the odd aliens, had flickered in and out of view. A second later, the shapeshifter, the silvery man, the moth people, and the giant black dog were gone. Nothing but ghosts on the mind. His lips tugged into a smile. I will find you, Bill Tell, my brother, one of these days. I'm just I'm just glad we knew what Sam was feeling at the end. You know, that's <laughs> that's, that's I who feeling, I was worried yeah. about. <laughs> what I love about this is two things. One, like, did you know who your protagonist was? Like, <laughs> like you're talking way more about Bill than than Joe. And, <laughs> yeah, and it is just like so fitting that that the last epilogue <laughs> is just all about Bill Tell, the character that we hated the most. So. And it is the self insert of New in a yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> He's half Bill Tell. He's the cool parts of Joe, but the god parts of Bill Tell is what yeah. Newt thought of himself as. <laughs> put put Bill Tell in a uh, black hoodie, and that's Newt. <laughs> Somewhere in the underworld, an Ing sat with his shoulders hunched over and his blood-red eyes glaring at an unseen foe. His own father <laughs> hadn't saved him. His own father <laughs> had let him die. One of these days, Bill Tell, I will return, and your blood will be in my goblet. One of these days, Bill, you will be dead. He dreaded using the word father. It was the word that led him astray, and the word that brought him to death. But Bill had been stabbed. What was he supposed to do exactly? What? Why is this not wrapping up anything we care about? Like it's not it's not anything related to like the next few books or like the splitting of the worlds and all that. I mean, Why? it could just be setting up, you know, everybody hates Bill Tell and wants to kill him, right? <laughs> I mean, that's he's on everybody's mind. Just, know, just yeah. like New, New, New was like, everyone hates me. Everyone's after me. <laughs> I do, I do find it very compelling that his devoted, devoted son 
in a sequel would be like, I'm going to kill you, dad. Like, there I is, find that deeply compelling. Yeah, I like well, the line well, that father led him astray, that, that word. Well, it is an interesting premise. It was not earned in the slightest. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Well, Stop expecting that. Why is, yeah. yeah, why does, like, yeah, like you said, he was stabbed. Like, and then Guam, what was he like, was supposed the one to do? That went fan, after fan Genghis, theory yeah. time. Guam is mad because Bill didn't write the ending of the story oh. differently. Well, I thought it was going to be the fact that mm. Bill actually dove in the way and protected Joe. He didn't That's care fair. when Guam had already been sure. injured in the fight. And well, he didn't yeah. come, but, Bill but didn't come to Guam's Guam aid. Attacked Genghis in retaliation for Bill getting stabbed. So that the, the second really, time, the second time, yeah, the first, that's when he died. The, yeah, but the first time, Guam had already belched fire, got it thrown back at him, and then he laid down on the road. And Bill didn't check on him. How do you counteract delinquish, guys? I'm not talking about delinquish. He belched fire at the at Guam at Genghis Genghis yeah. threw it yeah. back at Guam and he got burned and he but he didn't give a shit about that because he still was you know caring about Bill at that point he, yes uh, that's but 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 he didn't have much opportunity just he just so now he's, he's been in reflection processing it. yeah okay. and it, on further reflection he's looking back and going oh Bill, daddy, cared more about that one random kid than he cares about me, Is that his what own it says? son. That's, in, that's just the subtext. The subtext. <laughs> oh boy, you, could, you could write a whole book with the rupture subtext. Can you imagine hating your dad so much that you're imagining his blood in your goblet? I know, it's like, so dark. That's it, metal. It's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I loved it. Oh, attorney, your blood will be in my goblet. <laughs> Like, dang. Revenge arc. Daddy issues. Not earned, yeah. but compelling, indeed. <laughs> oh, God. Cockerel. Good. The one person I actually kind of wanted to know what happened to. Cockerel lay paralyzed in pain and fear. His hand was missing, so whatever form he took, that would be present, too. He also dreaded the scar on his back Bill had given him. One of these days, Bill, he said through clenched teeth. One of these days, I will strike you down. Oh, he, did he, he turned, shift into an Australian yeah, shepherd? Sorry, I missed that up there. <laughs> I'll, I'll strike you down. I don't how would you... How it's, not, that, it's not how a How would a gangster say it? <laughs> One of these days... No, that's... I, I, I think uh, Jeremy down. will get it. Don't worry. How does a gangster talk? Why am I forgetting? Yeah, Jagger. I'm Jagger. All right, one of these days. Just do it back. Just do it back. Just move on. Take right, the right, and move on. The last page of the entire book. Uh, interrupt as you please, but. Stupid old hag, Andrew Gleam said, putting down his copy of Rupture and walking away from Roan's cell. Maybe it wasn't the best idea to work in a mental hospital. One of these days, he'll be in one of these cells himself. He turned a corner and walked into a room with a rank smell. Somehow, an evil aura drifted above the body lying on a table. Three lights aimed beams at the raised platform. The room was square, and all of the walls, ceiling, and floor were white. The only color was a metallic light and the figure lying down on the table. Tubes streaked in from nostrils, giving it air. Its eyes were white, staring into nothing. Drool fell from its slightly ajar mouth. Hello, Genghis. The head barely turned, staring Andrew down. It didn't speak, just drooled some more. Time for food, Andrew said, grabbing the tray and shoving the contents of the tube that connected to his mouth. Tomato soup spilled down the tube and into the brain-dead man's open mouth. You know, to know what's lucky? Genghis didn't reply. If Bill Tell, the good Samaritan, didn't help you out and donate, or bring you here, you would probably be dead by now. Somehow, something happened. Something flickered across Genghis's mind. And for five years, only one thought came into his hollow brain. Bill Tell. One of these days, I will have my revenge on you. And your little boy, too. Tell Morgan. One of these days. Here ends book one of the Gale Trilogy. Stay tuned for book two. 
fracture. on you and your little boy too. <laughs> Tell Morgan one of these days. We got the Scooby-Doo ending boys. You gotta read the back though too, right? Alright, and, and the actual last Here ends book one of the Gale trilogy. Stay tuned for book two Fracture. You'll be staying tuned for a long time. That's that whole prologue is just, or epilogue is just to set up Bill being the main character of Fraction. So I'm really <laughs> glad you didn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the book. That... We just read the entire book. Insane. Hmm. Wow. It really it's really over. Nothing's a spoiler anymore. No. Nope. Wow. Huh. So many loose ends. <laughs> that's have, your first takeaway do you that have the like, beauty? any memories of how you wanted to continue the series um no I, I, I knew that the Ings were going to be a big thing going forward um that Guam was going to like come back and be a big bad actually um and was yeah, gonna come back? Guam the last Ing he was going to like rip out of the underworld um obviously Joe training becoming an actual powerful guy. Um, and then, uh, what you, you need a coaster? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, but you're not using a coaster. <laughs> I was surprised at the balls you had to keep Will killed. <laughs> I, I really yeah. thought he was going to come back. Yeah. I was like, there's like no way you, you, keep will dead but you did you didn't even give him like a a nod after the whole he was scorned by sarah thing you know he was just like gone yeah i mean he went to the the past the point of no return into one of the pits oh man you yeah. know what what really would have made the epilogue for me would be uh, like a will monologue a la guam but just like man i love joe <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would have been good <laughs> Will's like staring out from heavens, narrating how everyone hates Bill Tell. <laughs> in the end, he's like, but in the end, I really love Joe. <laughs> and I'll never be able to tell him that. I mean, you kept most of your main characters that were, were killed, killed, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Like, like Watcher, Watcher still. Yeah. No. Yeah, Watcher's dead. Zero Jagger. nods at the end, except That's... for, wait, was he? Yeah, he was mentioned at the end. He, he was, was He was mentioned for in, the... In uh, like the sentence containing, you know, other important deaths Quill. like Quill. Yeah. The, the mileage that we've gotten out of Quill will never cease to amaze me. <laughs> at least you mentioned Jagger. I think that was the first time his name had come up. Jagger was died. a weird character when you think about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with a button on the side of his neck that could turn yeah. him into a bird. <laughs> yeah, he brought him in. Kind of was this just served to just dump lore on us. Yeah, because well, Watcher be wasn't doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess was like a penguin yeah. most of the time. Yeah, that's how we viewed him at least. And died really unceremoniously. When tree you think about tree it. death. Yeah. A very common tree death. Very common. Just a lonely <laughs> tree. Death. Well, his real death was actually fairly sacrificial and kind of cool and very emotional where, you know, Watcher had to choose between Sarah and Jagger. Jagger, his old friend, or Sarah, this young innocent. And Jagger says, it's my time to die. And then Watcher says, okay, friend. And then he like he just says, okay, um, when you think about all that Watcher sacrificed for these kids, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like, like <laughs> what, he, what was motivating him? I will though? say, though, that as far there's a lot of character deaths and most of them unimportant and could have been avoided. And, and Watcher, too. But like Watcher's the only person whose sacrifice actually meant something. He got those kids home for the most part. They That's would have true. died in Gale if yeah. it wasn't for Watcher. He, as the steward of a lost race about keeping the world alive and okay, 
went out of his way, risked his life, all three lives, and died to save these kids. Without him, Ghost King wouldn't be able to time travel now. <laughs> and that dragon yeah. wouldn't have died. <laughs> so beautiful dragon. On. I love I love how that was called back in that <laughs> chapter. You know, that was that was good. Yeah. So you say that Guam was gonna be a big bad. Yeah. Um obviously we know all these people would be coming for Bill. Yeah. Was Bill gonna go to Gale? Was was there gonna be a Gale return? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I oh, guess yeah. I guess Bill didn't have to wait the five years, right? Yeah. No. Oh, and I do remember that Kai was going to obviously be a big part too that like you, was that you were teasing that with the amulet maybe that they were going to recreate yes, yes. Yeah. that there was going to be yeah. um i think okay so i read a lot of um narnia at the time and that's why there's very like the you can't go back to th- you know for five years was very much like a narnia yeah, thing. yeah aslan yeah. does that a couple times you're like it's gonna be seven years before you can go back to narnia which is why bill has the but i love it it's so great <laughs> It's because Narnia is great. <laughs> Gale is it, it was Narnia, yes. but for us, Gale is um, much. So reading in, the text in the book, it was not Narnia. In the last <laughs> battle, the last book in the Narnia franchise, um, or series franchise, has just been burned into my skull at, as a word at this point. Um, in the Narnia series, um, Narnia and Earth both end; they get destroyed. And a new world is created. Oh, that's right. It's very much a biblical ending. Right. Of like new, new Jerusalem new sort of thing. What? Like a new Jerusalem sort of thing. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and I think that was going to be the case too in Rupture or in Fisher, which is going to be the third book where Gale, Earth and Kai were destroyed and a new f- world where everyone cohabitated was going to be formed. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. And that was just due to Core. Core was the one that was... Core was gonna be yeah trying to like destroy everything and and there would have been like a level of but very surprised Core not mentioned no, at yeah, all you would have thought there would have been a fly on the wall at the end he's there. not even yeah. a fly anymore he's right been he's been released. released oh I forgot he's, he was somewhere he's a ghost yeah he is just um, like the all powerful Core doing something somewhere but he destroyed Titan because he hates perfection but if he spent any time on earth, he would probably yeah. not feel that way about right. us. Right. Right. So. He read rupture and he's like, they're not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the next book was going to take five years oh, after man. this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just a world where lasers and bombs and elves and <laughs> New York city can all cohabitate. <laughs> so it would have been like college Joe. He's like, he's like 30. How old is he in the book? He's 14. So he would have been 19. Uh, yeah. To have oh. seen Newt's idea yeah. of what college 11 is. 11 year old version. <laughs> A 19 year old. I can't. I wonder what the math classes would have been like. <laughs> yeah. Go to college. He's too cool for that. He hangs out at home and changes his mind powers. You think Joe would join a frat? Is he that type? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think he goes to college. No, I think, no, I I think, think he, he goes. I think he drops out. See, I don't even think he goes. He has no parental figure to push him, you know? That's true. His life could have gotten pretty sad, actually. Yeah, what? Maybe the rupture. Maybe Tom is like, you should go to college. (laughs) As your master, I think it's important. Yes, master. (laughs) Did you do your homework today, Joe? No, master. How many detentions did you get today, Joe? Six. (laughs) Do you want me to rupture over a Hispanic bird man? Because I will. Yeah, there's definitely there's no ceremony to um, anything. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, now. Yeah, and also Sarah. She kissed end. Joe. That's there we go. That's, that was, that that's was her, her character her, arc. She, she exists until she kisses arc. Joe, and then we don't have to worry about her anymore. It, um, her purpose maybe I has pull been fulfilled. A, a, a Transformers: Dark of the Moon, where I just go. They broke off, broke up uh, off screen. <laughs> Megan Fox is no longer in this franchise. <laughs> Um, I'm honestly sad. I'm I'm a little sad that it, it feels very odd to have finished it. Yeah, I know the entirety of this book now. It it's sad that there's not a sequel, you know, because I would like a yeah, more yeah. Joe in my life. And... I think I think I'm more sad that just like the podcast is ending. Yeah, but with how that book ended, I was just like, you know what? That's probably enough rupture. For for a <laughs> lifetime, people might still listen to us talk. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I there are other books that I have, 
and maybe someday down the line we crack open one of them and see if it's as bad. Nothing will be as bad as rupture. That's and true. that's the thing is we might always be chasing that high. But <laughs> this is chasing the low yeah, of yeah, rupture. Yeah, rupture's a downer. Uh, <laughs> just do like Zach's poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Put the budding it's just poet a, over here. Yeah. A full half hour of me ad libbing poetry terribly every week. <laughs> and then and then we come in and we like listen to it and we you go, Oh, that me? rhyme was bad. <laughs> no real, internal structure it's whatsoever. In real time, you just roast me live. Yeah, yeah. I, I came up with that one kind of rushed, you're right. <laughs> um, uh, assuming assuming that this is now just like one bundle and we don't do like another season or find another way, what do you kind of hope happens to like the podcast? Stays buried. It continues to exist somewhere on the internet. Yeah, I'll we make say, it big. I, I, I just say, uh, if if you've got a friend that you would uh, think would enjoy it, it's a complete package now. It's kind of easy to pitch that as like you should listen to this. Um, and uh, I would really love to see just down the line somebody going, oh, I listened to that and uh, enjoyed it. So. If you hated it, thanks for listening to the last yeah. episode. <laughs> Can you imagine being at a mental asylum and a guard brings up the po- Stay Buried podcast? <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I was actually on that. <laughs> sure you were, Zach. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've mentioned this off mic before, but kind of my, my one hope for this podcast is that it becomes kind of like a cult hit and that just like... One day on whatever social media is popular, maybe it's still Facebook, maybe it's something new. I just see, I just stumble upon a group that's called like Stay Buried Will Posting. (laughs) And there's just all sorts of weird memes, people listing presidents for no reason. (laughs) That is the dream. That is the dream. R slash Stay Buried. And they're just, uh, I didn't. I didn't dream have okay. It's a very simple dream, a very actually achievable and uh, easy dream. A car was parking in the road across the street. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. So are we are we gonna list our top three episodes? Oh slash yeah, moments? yeah. The thing I wanted to do is is uh, as a way to to wrap everything up, I wanted to um, to talk about our our top three sort of moments or chapters from the podcast. Um, as a sort of remembrance of uh of uh, what it has and then we'll uh we'll wrap it up so uh i think one on a lot of our minds potentially is just chapter uh, 21 the showdown oh yeah all right i had showdown as my number two um that's the tournament right yeah yeah, yeah that, that was well. my number two as well yeah, yeah, yeah oh i didn't put mine in like actual like one two three order, oh okay but... that's oh, fine, I that's fine. okay i rank yeah. mine but um uh okay so yeah let's talk about let's talk about i i i i i listed that as my number two just because uh uh the sheer like how i know all genghis chapters are like this but it going from genghis just walking around trying to figure out whether he should stand or sit and ending with him murdering like six people is just quintessential uh rupture uh genghis chapters and uh just brought me so much joy when you introduce this character uh I forgot like what what Genghis had done to him exactly. Did he kill his kids or something? Yeah, like yeah, he has yeah. this intense yeah. hatred for him, and that's like the you know. The... Well, Genghis goes up to him like, "Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you friends. killed my whole family." <laughs> oh but yeah, then... oh, that's my bad. <laughs> but then in the yeah. end, doesn't he have some sort of like yeah, a little weird respect for him? Respect yeah. for Genghis, yeah. and it's just yeah. like what? <laughs> Got me good there, Genghis. Yeah, <laughs> with the squib, and that's <laughs> when we get the clash vortex. Truly bonkers, yeah. just the squib stuff coming out, and it's it's one of the most irrelevant episodes or or chapters, I sure. should right? Say. I think the meta narrative we kick out of it as well that it was just a normal tournament <laughs> yeah, until yeah. Genghis showed up, yeah, makes it way funnier. Than so wait, it Kevin and Eli, was. was that was that in yours? I th- it, uh, it's it's up there. It was not. Whoa, not I wasn't there for this episode for that episode. Uh, I mean, I read right, right, it later. You probably just had a different yeah appreciation for it than we do. Um my number three uh, is... Oh, let's, yeah, let's do a structure. Can you read, like, start with your three, and then we'll work okay. through your three. My, oh, so one person at a time? You share your third, like, number three. We'll talk about that chapter. Sure. 
and then you go and then, we won't repeat sure. stuff yeah my number three is Rhodes mission this the the first lord of <laughs> where it's very clear that this book has gone off the rails because the book what chapter oh, was that that's chapter seven nice. Rhodes mission yeah. it's the introduction of the ings yep. it's the introduction of kai it's the introduction of click mcdoll yeah that's a good it's just one the introduction of nothing that makes any sense and it doesn't really matter for any of the rest of the book and well, it's, it's the first time that we get to a chapter where it's like, what the hell are we reading? <laughs> it's something we bring up often, like the extinction of the Ings, but we bring it up in a way that it does, it, it like didn't play a huge part. And it was, it was weird looking back that all of these super powerful beings were just like snapped out of existence, you know? Yeah. And then we learned they actually weren't all that powerful. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why they were snapped out of existence, probably. Maybe they're just like, uh, you know how like old bulldogs used to be like so much more purebred? These are like the pug versions of Ings. <laughs> like, Ings. They, <laughs> like Nala was a pure bro- pure-blooded uh, Ing, but this guy... Or the Guam is not. He's he's the you know, you know heavy breathing pug version of an ing. So they're just not strong mentally, you know. Ing fanboy Click McDoll definitely one of the better characters. <laughs> I had a student name drop Click McDoll the other day. I don't remember the context. It's for a character that only exists in about two sentences for the entire book. Yeah, one of my favorites. I just, just he named himself Ling. Because he likes things yes! so yes! much, and that, I remember that was like super glossed over in the book, but we just harped on it because it was hilarious. <laughs> I I'm shocked of how much I'm able to remember throughout the book, and I, I'm sure if we if you read a book and talked about it at page by page like we have, sure. you'd probably remember it really well. But it is like no chapter is the same, yeah. Right. Aside from the build chapters, which kind of blend together a bit in my mind. Um, so it is just super easy to talk about these distinct sections because they are all bonkers in completely yeah, different ways. For sure. I think absurdity sticks in the mind, you know? Yeah. Yep. And it is nothing if not absurd. What and was then, your, uh, oh yeah. What are you well, in addition to that, just that chapter is where we first start to like Roan and then that <laughs> immediately falls away like two yeah. or three Roan chapters later. It's like, oh, Roan's to be this really sick anti-hero i can't wait to see how this goes and just like oh no rose rose sucks just as hard as everybody else yeah like her like major descent happened when she like appeared in earth and just went right back to her old terrible self <laughs> yep. just like come on mm-hmm. uh, what was your stuff. number two number two uh oh, hold on go to somebody else i have to remember no no, no this is gonna be the most <laughs> incomprehensible top three of all time if we, uh... we already skipped nick so it's true uh, I, I haven't gone through mine. We haven't like actually gone through any yet. Sure, no one's been skipped. My number two, I think, is just when the sand golems are killed and just kind yeah. of ghost yeah. king in general. <laughs> yeah, just that brutal betrayal to never be mentioned again. <laughs> I the sandy tears. <laughs> so much characterization oh, given to these tears, throwaway yeah. characters. Zach, you said this to me the other day. Of I think what makes that that moment hit so hard too is how we jokingly set it up throughout yeah, the chapter yeah. we talk about it as like a possibility but we're not really really considering it and then it happens and we just go jeez they are, <laughs> they are way worse than I thought they were as people and then my number one which is slightly related also Ghost King just yeah. the rent yep. the realization that no he does have to pay rent with souls yeah, that, that, was, that was I didn't really rank mine but I guess I would make that probably number two yeah, yeah. which one uh, just, Ghost King. just Ghost King rent reveal. <laughs> I think it's the hardest we laughed on the podcast. I think it's yeah. just why does he need souls? Why is <laughs> why is he bargaining like a car salesman? This is so weird. And he he like you said with the shrug thing in the la- in chapter thirty, he maintains his characterization better than any other character oh, in the oh, entire yeah, book. Sure. He is just this slimy grease ball. Throughout his entire characterization, I did not think he'd be around as much I as he know. did. And I loved every, you know, sometimes characters overstay their welcome. Like, sure. Rowan started cool, but then Ghost King the- was in the perfect amount. <laughs> Anytime he shows up, it's like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Ghost, Ghost, King. King. Ghost King. This is going to go crazy real quick. The, the, the Queen only- of Chaos noted Ghost King's very presence as being right. an indicator of chaos. Oh, Queen of Chaos never came back. Nope. That's oh. sequel tease. Maybe, maybe Watcher's Wife. Maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, Ghost, Ghost King, man. 
What a good, what a guy. Really good character. Did you think you wrote him to be like that? Or do you think we just kind of mocked him into that version status? I think we mocked him into that. Okay. But, but like you uh, meant for him to be a serious character. A, there's a little bit of like he's he's making like um what's the what's the phrase for like within the context of something um it's not dialectical it's um uh, uh not diegetical like jokes mm, yes oh, sure um. <laughs> <laughs> Diet, like, all right, never mind. Uh, we can cut that. It. Don't worry, Newt. Uh, <laughs> he's making jokes as the character, you know, and it's sure. not like meant to. He be... is goofy. Yes, That's, it's part of his characterization. Is that he's kind of a weirdo. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, he laughs and spins his head in a circle just to just because he can, you know, like. Sure, and I mean, I mentioned this earlier, but just the fact that he is arguably the most powerful character because he can time travel. Yep, and that's. It's just what it is now. Yep. The only surviving guardian. It's he true. is the only surviving guardian. Cockerel. Kind of. Did, they uh, did yeah. kill yeah. him. Is Cockerel dead? No. He lost his arm. So if he turns into like a phase, he can only hold one gun. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, but no, Ghost King probably was just the one of the most consistent sources of joy for me <laughs> every time he showed up. <laughs> and I just love that there's stuff in the, in the back third of the book that like introduced you know like very well could have been the book is front loaded with fun stuff and it just plays the hits until the end mm -hmm. but it just kept introducing like bangers at the yeah. end of just like how in chapter 30 Genghis with a gun just a perfect like all right, new concept great I will say uh, that was one of my moments was gun Genghis I it, there may be some recency bias there <laughs> but gosh dang it did that just Throw me for a loop and then instantly cement Genghis as my number one character. Something about it being a rifle makes it funnier too. Like, <laughs> like, was that, was that a handgun? He's, was he's that like single arm wielding a <laughs> rifle and just shoots him twice as soon as he enters the like. <laughs> what kind of rifle do you guys think of? I'm, I'm like thinking hunting rifle, but then also just I, yeah, like an AR-15 or something. I was thinking was. AR-15. It's funnier if it's just like a 22. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, what were your uh, your moments? Are you gonna say something? Right. No, well, I've yeah, gone over three. two of them. Um, then just another one was uh, the Farmer Blue. Yeah, like his entrance three. where he yep. was, he just like comes and he just starts stabbing people. <laughs> Completely silent character, like that. That moment was insane and amazing. Just his introduction. Yeah, yeah. He just comes on in, is stab, stab. <laughs> there's a phrase, there's just there's a phrase that Nick said about Farmer Blue that I think about pretty constantly, which is just he's all business. He's all right. business. <laughs> there's still a, a drawing of Farmer Blue on my desk that you made for me at a rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to be taking notes on the kids or something, but yeah, you yeah, were drawing instead. Um, and yeah, it gives me a ton of joy every time I look at it. But yeah, just the absurdity of, of his appearance with the with the a piece of wheat in the straw hat oh uh, yeah that's my number three so i only have one left um and interesting yeah. what was what was farmer blue's big reveal that he was he was possessed by guam yeah no 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 in uh, the last chapter oh the key of the crest of ore that's not new though we knew that that's why he got possessed by guam because Genghis had... went to go talk to Farmer Blue. Right. So had... Farmer Blue happened to have one of the most powerful objects in the universe. Right. It just brings up so much question on what is what is the deep war of Farmer Blue? Well, How did he's he... also the keeper of the eternal ice. So he's just got a <laughs> shelf of wares. Like he also, if I remember correctly, he's a farmer in the cold biome, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just a master class character right there. <laughs> what if the eternal ice is like it brings an eternal winter and they're like gorm just get rid of it can't get rid of that that's the eternal ice <laughs> it's Cla ruining your crops quarter. i'm the keeper I, I can't get rid of it i'll make do <laughs> um so the, the, those were your three was, so, no, uh, so that was my third farmer blue two was uh was the tournament episode number one 
uh, just in general, the Sea of Souls episode, I think, was our was my favorite one. There was a lot because it just there. starts with the crazy uh, the boat salesman, <laughs> uh, which is so good. But the best part of it and my favorite moment of the entire podcast, <laughs> you probably know it. It's when when Baby Kraken <laughs> jumps out of the water. And it's just like hi, so just, like, just so innocently and sweetly, and just Sarah just with no hesitation just kills. Oh, it's just such a great like character progression where she goes from like death of an innocent yeah. you know like she can't bring herself to do that to like just dead like she just instant. sees it instant no hesitation <laughs> none oh, which like boy. you know like might have been like the right thing to do i guess in hindsight. but like in hindsight there's no need to kill any of the guardians they can just get the pieces of seal there right <laughs> yeah. actually really good question where did what are the pieces? Was that was the Kraken holding on to the piece of seal? No, it like dissolved and then it popped up out of it like a video game character. Oh, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So I guess it was it was necessary. It was probably yeah. good that she did that. You could have probably just squeezed it or something, yeah. like, and it coughs it out or something. But hi, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a golden moment. If we had to like just submit like one episode for like a podcast award consideration, <laughs> see a soul. That one is a is a good one across the board. Yeah. Some of the fight sequence stuff is a little long, but I don't. I think with Jeremy's narration, it all comes out in the wash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. By the way, we need to just talk about. I I, I, could, I can't believe we almost didn't mention it. Well, don't if some people have it on their list. No, no, no. It's not a moment. It's yeah. just the fact that Jeremy, our narrator, just so consistently mm-hmm. amazing. Totally. Really heightened yeah. this whole thing. Like, this is really fun, and I love being in person and doing this, but there's one chapter where we didn't, we weren't able to get Jeremy. I, I'm splicing him back in, but, uh, and re uploading it, but like, he just, for the rhythm and the flow of it, and then just like, there's times where I listen to him and I just go, this is really good. And then I'm like, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just is so compelling and adds such a gravitas. Yeah, it's definitely a a solid layer of professionalism that this book probably doesn't necessarily deserve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To to, oh, to to piggyback off that, I, I'll go because that kind of transitions right into my number three, I guess. Yeah. Um, not because of how it was written, but just because of how it was edited and voiced and the music as well. Just the death of Raul. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, death of an and innocent. Just yeah. the meme it kind of like inspired, just the <laughs> yeah. fate of the innocent. Um, <laughs> the innocent. Like, listen, I listened to that just like on my lunch break in my car. I I had Taco Bell and like like just the somber tone of the music and like the voice acting. Like I almost like felt something. Like I almost <laughs> felt bad that this was happening. Not quite because it was still very goofy. The highest praise you could give rupture. I almost <laughs> felt something. It also has maybe one of my favorite um, episode descriptions. A young elf has strange sexual tension with a sentient ball of fire while Rowan continues to search for pieces of seal there. <laughs> I kind of forgot about the fire part of it. Right? Yeah, firestorm. Rip. Turn into a candle. Yeah. 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 Unable bad. to feel heat until like this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so what, a, what an important part of his character that doesn't really matter. He like came back and we were like, Raul's back, and then he's just, you know, he didn't do anything after that. Yeah. Uh, what were your other two? Uh Ghost King reveal was yeah. uh the other was probably my number two. Uh number one, just chapter fifteen, the horny chapter. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just, just the fact that like it, it just has that energy to it, you know. Like none of the none of the other chapters quite have the lust that's just like in between the lines of the descriptions of like this woman just with pulsing lips, like just like all the fetishy stuff, just like concentrated in chapter fifteen. She can transform into anything, anything. anything. <laughs> Busty woman, right off in the sunset. <laughs> And then you have just like the casual misogyny that just kind of just like oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh man, oh, yeah. this because there's all this stuff about like finally you shut her up. Oh, like, yeah. Sarah. You know what? Uh, that's that's definitely probably in my top three. I take it all yeah. back. Somewhere in there is just Sarah being put to sleep. Thank God this woman has finally stopped talking. Sarah gets into a cat fight with Artemis yeah. over Joe. They tackle oh, each other. Boy. She tackles her to the ground like three times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> the one chapter we probably really needed Mackenzie to be there, and she was not. She came in the immediate next one. It was just like, I have some problems. <laughs> 
Oh, we needed man. her to rein that in, and she was not there. <laughs> the brutality of Sarah asking two questions and then being like, God, you talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Whereas all of Joe's dialogue is, what? Why? <laughs> huh? What? Why is that true? Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. no one has the dance battle on their top three list. That was my number one. The editing was very good on that. It was I will so say. funny. Just how she was doing ballet and that wasn't good enough dance, apparently. It cracked me up. I like the air horns, too. I think they added a lot. Yes, yeah. yeah. That, that was really good. Honestly, just... The, the spice that was present in all the boss battles, top and notch. The, 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 the Sphinx called her own defeat, too. Like, <laughs> she's like, I can't. Like, she tried and was like, I can't she talk saw to her. Yeah, did she, like, try to, like, break she dances tried, and, like, tripped over her feet? Yeah. She's like, I can't do it. <laughs> you win. Yeah. And then I think I had the show, the Genghis chapter, and then the. Oh, and then the fourth one, or the third one that I had was just the chapter one with them being in school, just because you kind of get an idea of how off the rails this book is going to be, or, or Newt's perception of what things were. That, the, Newt's perception of high school. Yes. It's, it's so bad. One of, uh, one of the uh, people, oh, sorry. One of the people we work with uh, listened to, at least the first, like, like Anne, one of the first, oh, like, she? yeah, because she t- told us, like, your, your version of high school is insane um, <laughs> as an English teacher like the, the plural class of that ox. only Will is in because nobody else is smart enough <laughs> and then I just had honorable honorable mention for Zach's stand up at the end of I don't remember which episode it was which is Zach with the laugh track was so funny that was one of my favorite parts oh that laugh track bit was was super good honestly <laughs> one of those like bit focused things we've yeah. done on the show <laughs> i was just in editing i'm like i need a tag and we have i, I started just started doing your jokes and then i was like what could be the dumbest like third you know rule of threes like punchline to this and i was just <laughs> you just talking about steak and shake hair and i'm like if i put a laugh track on this <laughs> it's gonna sound really dumb and it just sounded like perfect. the opening riffs of a joke at a stand-up club just uh-huh. is his hair really that bad on uh, also honorable mention to prologue colon september 11th <laughs> yeah what a way to start did a you, book did you guys notice that on spotify i don't have the subtitle for that chapter it just says prologue because oh, really? i was yeah, I was just afraid that it's like, the well, best. when we were first putting the podcast out, I'm like, all right, some people that would listen to it and enjoy it, even like listening to it, I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with it. But if you just see it written out, mm-hmm. it's 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 upsetting. <laughs> it's upsetting. <laughs> we don't do trigger warnings. Oh. And then, yeah, my top three, my top three, uh, first, or number three was uh, the Ghost King negotiation stuff. Um None of these are new, which is why I kind of waited. Two is the Genghis tournament. Just the idea that he took a non-lethal thing and just murdered everybody. <laughs> and then the horny chapter was my my number one overall. Um, I wish I could like undo and see, kind of see what the other ones I had written out were. Um, <clears throat> Because I don't remember. Um, no, no, no. Note that none of us put anything from Bill's <laughs> storyline. Honest, honestly, though, in consideration for like the last place. Was those those insane two or three paragraphs from that one chapter? The, the that sentence that just hilarious. ended halfway. Yeah, he read that sentence and gave up. He he just wanted to stop the chapter right there, and there you can was... hear it in his voice in the recording. He just he went from like having a good time and being like this is dumb to oh this is actually dumb and I hate that I wrote this. If and, if former blue wasn't so iconic, I think it would have been. That that just section where it was like typos, there was dropped off yeah. sentences, there's descriptions that made no sense. There was no descriptions for yeah. several things. <laughs> that was I'll never get amazing. over the fact that I never introduced even the idea of what a phase is until like three pages afterwards. In the next chapter. Or in the next chapter, yeah. Well there's they weren't specters. That was what they should have been. They were spectrums. Spectrum. <laughs> they're like ghosts, but they're rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was. It's been. Was it's good. been a blast. It's been uh, a lot. A lot of fun. And uh, 
uh, every time someone sends me something really nice about the podcast or like someone writes a review, I just like copy and I have a note of just like rupture compliments that I look or stay buried compliments, which is really pathetic, but like, it's just something I look at all the time. So, uh, if you like the show, just, just send something our way. Uh, cause I'll, I'll post it in our group chat and, uh, cause I'm sure everyone would love to hear kind of, uh, what it's meant to you guys and uh, what you've liked about it. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's been an absolute blast, and uh, uh, as something that we did kind of on a whim with like a eh, maybe we'll keep doing it or not. It's taken a lot of time and and work, and you know, we've been doing this for seven months uh, of nonstop kind of posting. Um, there's yeah. timetables we've had to hit and make room for, and for something that started it's just like a oh, let's play around with it. Like it was a lot, but like also. It has never felt like a slog and for something this long to not feel like a slog to every, like there was, I feel like every time I walk out of that going like those were, there's one of our best chapters was there. Yeah. And the fact that even till the end, I'm feeling that way is, uh, is pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. And also to avoid, uh, having you having to pat yourself on the back, you did an excellent job with editing the yeah, podcast. Big, yeah, big good kudos editor. to Newt. Uh, I know several people that have started podcasts. None of them made it past episode four. Yeah, so. it's so much work. I mean, and getting all this audio equipment together, lining up the sounds, getting our schedules together, you know, working with Jeremy, working with the music. I mean, you did a lot of work, Newt, and I, it, it paid off, I think, so... Worthwhile effort. Forty-eight Thank people you. agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the music's fantastic too. Well, who who did the music? Thomas Rankin. Thomas, Thomas Rankin. Rankin. Props Thomas to you, Tommy. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple times I'd pull from like uh like a like a you know roots. like a stock music. Yeah, yeah, but only really to fill in gaps. Most of the time, I try to keep keep to the tracks that Tommy uh, wrote for us because um, he's incredible. Um, and there's a song that Tommy wrote for something else, but is not like in a he wrote, I think it was like a demo for something that's like so epic and cool that I'm, I'm, I'm going to reach out to him and be like, can I license this for the uh, finale to use for the Genghis <laughs> fight? Um, Cause it's just really, really good. Um, yeah, no, really everybody that was a part of it did just a great job, but th- thank you. It was a, uh, it was a lot of editing <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this will be one last editing binge um, of dropping these three hour long chapters at once. Um, the editing of us talking though doesn't take very long. It's it's mostly just when the chapters are long mm-hmm. and yeah. none of the chapters are very long here, so it won't be too bad. But um, yeah. So uh, thank you everybody. Uh, is there any last words? Uh, we'll go around just kind of like last things you want to say to the audience. So, goodbye as the host oh, okay. before I, I I send us off. Goodbye. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, it's a real shame Will didn't come back. <laughs> Uh, just, just a final plea into the universe, you know, like McElroy brothers, if, if you want to start a 31st podcast, you know, like I know a couple guys who are willing to do it and who don't want to work full-time jobs. So (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for having me on the podcast sometimes. And everyone, thanks for listening. I'll keep sharing it with people because it's great. Nice. Thank you for listening to stay buried. Uh, no longer send us fan art or money. Actually, you can still do that. Keep it going. Um, yeah. It wouldn't be stay buried if you didn't end it terribly. I, <laughs> by asking people for money. Even though you have a full-time job. <laughs> two. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So long. Follow the Instagram for news on season two. It's finally over. <laughs> finally over. One of these days. No, that's key. I, I, keep, I think uh, Jeremy will get it. Don't worry. One of these days, Bill. One of these days, I will strike you down. Is that okay? <clears throat> uh, I think we-
Yeah, Australian yeah. got a little Aussie there. Forget about it. You gotta get the yeah, New Jersey. <laughs> one add it to one of these days, Bill. One of these days. Okay. One of these days, I will strike you. No, strike. <laughs> I did the same thing a hundred times. I will strike you down. One of these. We'll strike you. Strike you dead. <laughs> strike. Strike you. Hey, we'll. One of these days, Bill. One of these days, Bill. Sent my daughter to get a. I sent my daughter to get a coffee. Well, there was just, there's a line my daughter had for for New Jersey. It was like, uh, all I got is and now all I got is a dumb daughter, a dead cat, and no coffee. <laughs> so you got to do that to get into the into the New Jersey accent. There we go. Okay. One of these days, Bill, he said through clenched teeth. One of these days, I will strike you down. And that's it. And that's it. Oh my gosh, that's the end, ladies and gentlemen. We are done. This has been great, everybody. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Stay tuned for book two, Fracture. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Don't listen to it. <laughs> it doesn't really exist. <laughs>